Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome everyone to the PJ's cast. I'm your host Pierce alongside my good pal Dylan. Uh, this is take two because we recorded <laughs> earlier, but I don't know what the hell happened to my laptop. It just like started bugging, glitching out at my camera cut out and then my audio cut out and I just disconnected. So yeah, this is uh take two, but and I guess that's what happens when you have a seven-year-old laptop. Anyways, uh, I made this joke last podcast uh, with you, Dylan, but now Jimmy's not here. So uh, Jimmy not showing up just like the Chicago Blackhawks. Ha, 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 ha. Anyways, let's get into it. I was in so, a good mood. I was uh, in a good mood, too. You know? <laughs> now I got to talk about the Blackhawks. Here we go. Yeah, I know. I'll, we, probably be in, I'll be in better spirits than I was in take one. Let's just oh, definitely. Way. Still yeah, not good, but I was not having it in first Oh, take. no. None of, us, none of us were, and we were kind of all over the place, but I feel like my thoughts are a bit more organized this one so um what is the what is the thing i've been saying about the blackhawks coming into the season shit, shit or get off the pot like we've seen in the recent interview with emily kaplan who's been doing a hell of a job by the way uh shout out to her and i believe she's doing friend of the show <laughs> yeah a friend of the show hopefully we can have her on again sometime soon but uh, i believe she's doing the uh the first seattle game like in seattle so oh, that's sweet. pretty cool um like in between the benches. Um, That's exciting. Yeah, but in her interview, or I think it was she was on the point. That's what it's called on ESPN. Mm-hmm. And she said that the Chicago Blackhawks aren't even considering firing Jeremy Carlton. They won't even consider that till after 20 games. And they, it's shit or get off the pot because this team has said, no, we want to go. We want to go for a rebuild last year. And then this year they go to a, a full on like they want to make the playoffs and but they they still said that they're in a like the rebuilding process uh news flash a rebuilding team does not trade away a first round pick that is only top 2 protected um and goes after Seth Jones and hands him an 8 year contract for 76 million dollars and even though i would make these moves over and over again like a team that's trying to rebuild probably wouldn't use seven million dollars to go after the reigning Vesna trophy winner 
Uh, the Tyler Johnson trade, that's debatable. Like, I mean, I think either way, if you're a Wilmington team to get like a second round pick for a guy who's making $5 million, that's not bad. But also they don't sign Jake McCabe. So I'm confused because this team says one thing, but they're doing a completely different thing. Their actions speak louder than words. Uh, another thing, shitter, get off the pot, Dylan Strom. This team has scored only three goals on five and five. And they've been and they've let seventeen in. I believe the, the only team that's let in more five on five goals is the Seattle Kraken, the newest NHL team. Um, it's like oh, we said, the shit is shit or get off the pot. Play Dylan Strom or trade him. Don't just play him and scratch him, and don't play him because you have three players in COVID protocol. Play him because he is one of your most skilled playmakers. I saw the Jay Fresh tweet. Uh, if I were, if I only had, what was it like two goals and like 70 minutes of five on five gameplay or whatever it was, I would simply put Dylan Strom in the lineup. And yes, he's not the greatest defensively, but we know the offensive skill he has. He's one of the more underrated playmakers in the NHL. He has great chemistry with Alex Dabrinkit. And this goes to the lines now with Jeremy Colleton. Shader, get off the ball. Why do we have, why do we have Jujar Kara playing in the top six? And like no disrespect to Jujar Kara and guys like Mike Hardman. Now they just call up Reese Johnston these guys are being put in unfair positions. Like you got to put your players in a position to succeed. Oh man. That's exactly what place. Yeah. That's exactly what it comes down to at the end of the day. You just have to put your players in a position to succeed. And Jeremy Colleton has not done that in the first five games. It's simple as that. I mean, we we could start just from the line combinations or just absolutely all over the place. Like uh, without Kane, the lines in practice today were ridiculous. Like the fact that, it takes Patrick fucking Kane going into COVID protocol for Dylan Stroman and Adam Goddard to crack the lineup. And this is a team that struggles to score five on five. Those two guys bring a ton of different offensive upside to this forward group. It, it makes no sense. And the way he's deploying the lines, it's like, he's just like, it's, it's like he's running into a wall and he just can't get through with this freaking Taves line. Like I, I love Jonathan Taves, but he has not been great to start the year. And he has done nothing to help him try to succeed offensively. You take away probably the only guy who could playmaker on that line at the time, which was Kurashev, and you put Jujar Kara on that line, who no disrespect to Jujar Kara, he's just not built for the role they need on that line. No. And it's just, it's hard to watch, dude. And like, we talked about it when we tried to first record this. It's just, it, man, there's like, there's not, there's, there's little to no positives. And I want to go say again that it's you, you could tell who's watching the games and who's just checking the scores or like the box score. Cause like every, every loss so far, I've heard, Oh, Seth Jones is fucking dog shit. Blah, blah, blah. It's all his fault. Yeah. The like, one guys, bad game against Colorado, but yeah, like Colorado who, was, was who was good against Colorado though? Like exactly. y'all scapegoating the wrong guy here. It's He's so not stupid. the problem. This all every, Everyone. like when a player has a bad game, like, like when they're put in an unfair situation to succeed, that falls on the coaching staff. That also falls on the front office. Yeah. It's, it's just super frustrating to watch. Cause like this lineup just is a circus right now. Like we joked about it, that like basically Jeremy Carlton and Rick bonus are competing for who can have the most ridiculous top 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 six Luke Glendening and then fourth line. We can't even talk. Cause we got top six to care right now. It's like, Oh my gosh, we're putting Alex to bring it on the third line. And I just, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. 
I don't get it. I never will. Uh, the only positive I have seen out of this team is the penalty kill, and apparently they have a top five power play unit. In yeah, the surprisingly. That is it. Yeah. That is it. Quite literally it. Like, there's no other pos- – actually, no. Other positive would probably be, like, Kirby Doc. Yeah, That's Kirby Doc's it. been really good. Brian Doc's Hagel been hasn't been bad. Like, I mean yeah. – Hagel's going to get the puck lock eventually. He and Kane could have easily had two goals on against Vancouver on Thursday. They just, like – one of them, I think Kane tipped over the, or I think Kubalik tipped over the crossbar, and then another one, like Kane just fumbled it in the, uh, right in front of the net. But like they just need to get their confidence back at the end of the day. This is what this comes down to. This is a team that's lacking so much confidence, and you can see it every time they step on the ice. Like they look fine the last, like, what was it, the last two games against the Islanders and Canucks? They look fine up until they let in that first goal. And they let in that first goal, and it's like, it's, it's like just they're a climbing snow, a mountain. It's a snow, yeah, it's like a snowball yeah. effect. It just gets bigger and bigger. And like, and that, and we, how many times have we talked about it? This is the fourth year now that we've had the problem where Jeremy Colleton's teams cannot start on time. Like this has been a problem for whether four that's years in now. the game or the actual regular season. Both. Yes, like they're they're October slash January from last year. If you're counting that, they're awful. They're just awful, and they're always playing catch up towards the end. And and I feel like that's kind of how he's gotten his job security for a little bit because. Let's be honest. They were a bottom five team like the year they got Doc up until that heater in January. Pretty much, yeah. They were a bottom eight, bottom ten team in 2020, but they fucking no, they were a bottom eight team. They just got lucked into the playoffs because that stupid uh, yeah. what do you call it? The this COVID thing, form. yeah, this thing yeah, called qualifying. Round. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I was trying to think of what the qualifying mm. round was called. Yeah, yeah, not that silly pandemic. <laughs> but, um, that silly panini. Uh, it's like you. You could, like you said, you could just tell there's just way too much job security in the situation right now, and it's not okay. It's not okay. No, it's it, not it, at all. Especially you're not gonna. Yeah, you're just I was not just gonna. gonna team. Yeah, I was just gonna say, especially with Stan Bowman, not just because of the on ice stuff, but also the off ice stuff. Like there should, and we talked about this. It's like from an objective stand of view, it fucking sucks that the Blackhawks are losing. I I didn't think too highly of this team. Like I thought they could complete for a playoff spot. I certainly didn't think they're gonna. I didn't think they'd be skated out of the building every night. Yeah, but I didn't think they'd be getting booed off the ice and them being worse than Arizona and the only team being worse than them is Montreal, which, I mean, again... And even then, Montreal's got more excuses than we do. We're at least healthy. Shit. Yeah, Yeah, like Like, they have Price and Weber out. We're going to talk about that later. They lost people. We added, like, so much. And it was like... What's the excuse for us? Yeah. There's no excuse. That's why it's just ridiculous. And, like, we talked about it. I feel bad for the goalies because... There's really not people much they actually can do. going out of the way to be like, oh, Fleury's been awful this season. Well, God, yeah, like, he hasn't been brilliant, but like this is not his fault. Look at the team in front of him: three, oh five on God. five goals. Are you serious? Yeah, like it's, it's and terrible. he's the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know, Fleury can't stop the puck, move the puck up, and score for them. Like <laughs> Jesus, and it, and it comes down to just like I feel like this team's just gonna need a not not like a win, but like a big win. They are going to need like a like a convincing four one. They can't win by the skin of their teeth. No, they can't win like six five to the Red Wings tomorrow. I will still have no faith. They need to have a like, they need to have like a perfect checking game basically for me to even have remote faith in them because like they can't play start to finish, and this has been the problem with this team for four years now. Yeah, and they can't even play like ten minutes at this rate. Like, no, I, I I can't think of the last time the Hawks had a. Okay, no, the first period against the Islanders is probably the only period all year where the Hawks had actual pressure the entire period yeah they didn't get any goals for because it's the islanders but like yeah Soroka's there's been one period game. out of 15 that i could that i can confidently say the hawks like won the period yeah 
And like we talked about it, they haven't even had a fucking lead yet, man. No, no, let alone no in a game they have not let it for one single minutes. second. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable, man. Even the freaking Habs have had a lead. Even the Coyotes have had a lead this year. Like, oh my god. The Coyotes and have like, a point. Oh, well, we do too, but like <laughs> I was saying this. I, I don't even count that point. No, I was saying this. That we shouldn't have got that point against New Jersey because I feel like even though no 04 and one is still losing five games, like it's not 05 and 0, you know. I, I'm still pissed off. <laughs> that yeah, game. We should be 05 and 0. I, I still consider us 05 uh, and 0. We have not won a game, and I don't count Batman overtime no, losses exactly. Um, and you bring up we haven't played a full game, a full 60 minutes yet, and yeah, they played like you look at the analytics, they're all right against Vancouver and the Islanders, the last two teams they played on home ice, but that's not good enough. You need to play a full 60, and they have not done that whatsoever. And I think a lot of that is on the coaching because I look at this team again, not a Stanley Cup contender, but not a bottom of the barrel team, a team that can be in the hunt for the playoffs. They should be a lot better. And if they were, if these were close games and it was 0 4 and 1 still, like I would be fine with that. But no, it's they're not they can like they can barely string together a period of of dominant play and that's even being nice. There there needs to be a coaching change. There really does. Um Jeremy Colton, I feel like I've been like really like I haven't been like a supporter of him, but I've also been I feel like I've been lenient with him. Again, first year you get you get put into a situation where you're taking over probably the best coach in franchise, well, the best coach in franchise history, three Stanley Cups, and you get booed on the booed like in your first game being whatever, like the, your first game in Chicago. Like that sucks, man. And yeah, you didn't get a full eight game season. Yeah, you can kind of write that one off. And then the next year, this is kind of where like we find out who he is. Yeah, they didn't play the full eight game season, but they played pretty close 70 70 games, games right? yeah um they probably wouldn't have made the playoffs had that continued again COVID nah. um was the only reason why they were able to win that good <laughs> that qualifying series against Edmonton then go play Vegas and get destroyed but uh you look at that 2019-2020 team it's not too far off what it is now um they got you had two league goalies with Leonard and Crawford they're not there anymore the defense was I don't think it was as good as this year but it's still like adequate you know it wasn't horrible and then the forwards like again you have Jonathan Tays, Patrick King coming off careers Alex Debrinkit coming off a 40 goal season you got Dylan Strom going like point per game like you just have all these offensive weapon, weapons weapons coming couldn't in same with back. couldn't put it together and here's where it goes back to management because I actually didn't mind the job that Jeremy Carlton did last year. I thought he brought a lot of players along, young players along, guys like uh, Kirby Dak, Brandon Hagel, who are, have prominent roles with this team this year. Had the Blackhawks just said, no, we're going to go for a rebuild this year. We're not going to go after Seth Jones and trade the farm for him. I would have been fine with that. Like At least they would have. There's a direction. And everything that you blame, like whether it's the Seth Jones contract or Jeremy Carlton as coach, it all falls back to management. Stan Bowman has way too much rope with this team than he should. Honestly, I said this, he should be, he should have been fired back in 2017 after that Panarin for sod trade, but that's besides the point. Anyways, but it's just, it's bullshit because like you could look at this front office and the reason like no one's been fired or there's no changes is because there's, there's always an excuse every year. I feel like in their eyes, like 2017, 2018 Crawford goes down. The season was basically washed from there. Like that, that was like, okay, whatever. But like, they didn't get that excuse to Quinville, which I found was hilarious. Anyways, yeah. 
Um, Power 20, 2018, 19, they, they had like their little super run in January. So everyone fucking believed their PDO bender would be. Remember we were in a playoff spot for like, I think three hours and it was like Dallas or Minnesota one or whoever it was. <laughs> I, I just, it, it was the stupid. And that was thing. it. Like and, they didn't even come close yeah. again. And then 1920 it's, they were just like, Oh, well, you know, they had all these injuries in the middle of the year and you know, they Crawford got banged up again. And then like the defense got banged up. It's like, just stop making excuses and accept the fact that he can't adapt. This guy can't adapt as a coach. And I haven't seen him adapt his like, I, I, I don't know what else to say. Like it's four years in a row and I still don't know what the fuck you're doing on defense. I have no idea what you're doing on defense for, as a matter of fact. And on top of that, you are making two of the better defensive defensemen in the NHL look like absolute ECHL clown shows because of the way your scheme is making them distribute the puck. Because, like, I'm sorry, McCabe and Murphy aren't that bad, as they've shown the first No, time. I don't There's think they're going to chance in hell. Yeah. And, it's, and we talked about it on the when we first recorded. It's like, I'm good. we have to give them time to an extent, at least the defense, because chemistry is such a big part of the back end. Like, communication and like, especially. Like, there's been so many plays talking. where, like, yeah. Like that, I remember the flurry, the flurry goal where he just like went to play the puck and like it was just a shit show. Like it was just yeah, a mad no, scramble. Yeah, no one knows. And like I, they need to staple the goalies into the crease and yeah, like they figure it out because this is ridiculous. Like Crawford used to do this stuff. Cam Ward did this. Like oh guys, you're not Brian Pekka Rene. Stop handling the fucking puck. You're not Martin Broder, man. You're not Marty Turco. Oh like God, like Lincoln and almost blew one our last night against or two nights ago against Vancouver doing that. I'm like, you guys can't do that. You literally can't do that. It's Especially when this team is so fucking bad. Oh my God. I get it. You're trying to do everything you can to help them move the puck out. But like, oh, you're going to hinder your own team doing it at this rate. Like, oh God, man. And I just think it's hilarious that like Colleton gave Tyler Johnson like two and a half games and now he's on the fourth line. It's just like, what's the point? What's the fucking point? What's the point, guys? Like, didn't try it. And, and remember, we got Tyler Johnson to be a center, right? Fourth line winger right now. Like, there's no effing excuse for what they're doing. There's no excuse. There's no excuse. They're fucking morons. Like, it, it is the dumbest thing. Like, I don't even know how, like, there could even be bright spots on the scene, but somehow there are with Doc and Borgstrom and, like, Hagel because they're at least trying every night. I can tell they're trying. They're giving and, a like, general fuck. <laughs> oh, God, it's so stupid. It is so stupid. And like, and we talked about it. It's like, you keep, it's like, oh, we're only five games in. It's like, cool. In a week, that's a 10th of the season gone. And you haven't done a fucking thing. You might not even want a fucking game then. You could be 0 and 7 by then or 0 and 8, 0 7 1, whatever the fuck. It Are is. you telling me that this team is going to win four games in a row to even make it no. to Batman 500? John, fuck Batman 500, bro. No. Look at this. <laughs> Hold on. Look at this. We're, we're going to go over the, next, the Hawks' next five games. I bet they don't win a single. Oh, no, I don't. Fucking game. I don't. Listen to this. Detroit, I have no confidence in this Toronto, back to back Carolina and St. Louis. Oh, no. And they're they literally are going 1 8 and 1. This is not even a fucking joke. They, they might, might squeak one. in a game one win where like Flurry plays yeah, they, good enough. You know, they might get one against Ottawa or Detroit, but there's no way they're not going to get a dominating win in this month of October. They're going to play Carolina twice in a week. What the fuck is this? I thought we got out of this part of the schedule where we didn't play Carolina fucking three times in a week. Damn it. Ugh. We we legitimately are going to win two games to start the season, and that might be even like that might even let's be put it this way. Nice. Yeah. Um. Like second week in November, Carlton's getting fired. 
Like, he should have been fired he, already. I know, <laughs> I know, but with the way things are going, he's going to get fired after that Nashville game, which is like in 10 games. But like, I can't see them winning more than two games on that list. I can't. And this goes back to Stambowin. I don't see a firing happening anytime soon because Stambowin has way too much fucking pride. Like I've been way thinking about this. Yeah, way too much rope. And I've been thinking about this. Like Seth, I feel like he just got Seth Jones because, oh, shiny toy. I can do that. Like not... Not not with the mindset of hey, Seth Jones can make our team better. Um it's just dumb too, because like we talked about this whole summer. It's like, oh, well, the Hawks came out publicly and were like, we want to get a number one defenseman. It's like, okay, I don't know where this asset management school you went to is, or I don't know what asset management program you were in, because I know I don't give up four things for one and think that's a win. Oh, but we pick swap. Shut the fuck up. That's no, like, I don't no. I don't care. It might as well have been care. a second round pick. Like I don't fucking care. You trade exactly. you trade a top 15 pick who the pick that they like And you traded the better of your two seconds. Like yeah. I yeah, like cool. Cole Sillinger, the guy that they could have not saying that that's who they would have drafted had they stayed at their spot. But like he's playing in the NHL right now. It Adam been him off, yeah. is a twenty-one, just turned twenty-one-year-old defenseman, and then you give up a first-round pick this year. That's only top two protected, only top two. Knowing this team's luck, they're gonna finish like bottom five, and it's gonna be like between a, th- a third and fifth overall pick. Hundred percent, and it just sucks. It sucks. There's really no way around it. It's just not fun. But and we, like we we t- and we talked about it with Dougie Hamilton too. It's like, oh well, maybe he didn't want to come to Chicago. We saw the market. No, like he signed day. at the last minute. Uh, the, the Devils first day, were the they? only t- yeah because yeah. everyone made their move already. No one had the cap space for him. Well, we would have had the cap space for him, but certainly, you know. yeah. I don't care. Like you said, I don't care. Throw seven years, ten million per at this guy. Like that, you still keep to get to keep Boakfist and freaking yeah, you still keep to keep all picks. your assets yeah. and get that number one defenseman that you mm-hmm. had so desperately. No, but he was carried by Jacob Slavin, not like... Yeah, no, but he can't Lorenzo. play He can't yeah. play defensively, even though his analytics are like in the 60s right now for uh, fucking Corsi yeah. and goals four. It's fucking so stupid, man. I can't. And I was just the icing on the cake when he got the goal 17 seconds in, just like a big fucking like, assembly. I was like, yeah, dude, like get a hat trick on top of it, please. Mm. Like, oh my gosh. Like, Bowman just... He deserves everything that comes to him. This no, season. he should be in jail. Right? And we we brought <laughs> we we brought this up the first podcast, like or the first time we tried recording this. Like, if this because it's probably like I as a, as a fan, this fucking sucks. I want them to win. I wanted them to be a good team, but objectively, this might be the best thing because had they gone on a huge winning streak, be like, oh, the Blackhawks are a great team. All the the moves they made are are great for them. Uh, Stambul was winning. a genius. It would completely distract from the fact that this team is still covering up sexual assault cases. And as much as I think Jeremy, like Jeremy Colton and Stambul and Bishop both be fired, it's for a different reason. Like I'll say this for Jeremy Colton. I think he can be a great coach in the future. Have we still like gone for the rebuild? I still think he should have been the coach for this year, but no, if you're wanting to win your I'm actions are for rebuilding. Sorry, no, that's right. Now. That's right. They say it's a rebuild, but your actions show that you want to win. If you want to win, at least double down, get a coach like Bruce Boudreaux or Claude Julian that, okay, I'm, I'm not, you know, I, I don't like the NHL because there's just like so much recycling of coaches and GMs, but these guys, Bruce Rudrow, like has one of the best winning percentages as a coach in NHL history. Who cares what his game sevens are like in the playoffs? Just get to the playoffs because they haven't done that in a regular season since 2017. Claude Julian, <laughs> like, yeah, he got fired by Montreal, but look at the, the possession stats they had with a not very good team. If you want to win, these are the guys that you should be going with, not Jeremy Colleton. And I think Jeremy Colleton's a great guy, but 
as a coach, he's not taking any of the onus. We see players like Seth Jones being like, oh, I got to be better. And we see Patrick Kane and Jonathan Tames going to bat for Jeremy Colton. But where's the, I got to be better as a coach. I would feel less bad about it had like about this, had he been, okay, I got to be better as a coach. I got to switch things up, but he's not even doing that. Okay, it's five games in, but the Blackhawks don't deserve the benefit of the doubt. We see Colorado, who's won three and zero right now. We all know Vegas they're going to come back. Too. Yeah, exactly. We all know they're going to come back and at least win their divisions and be in the in the, at least in the be conversation. In the playoffs, yeah, right? and be in the conversation for the President's Trophy. We cannot say the same thing about the Blackhawks. They have not earned that benefit of the doubt. And they haven't had it for five years. They no, they haven't had years. it since 2016, 2017. Exactly. There's there's got to be changes and. Yes, again, it's five games in, but ask yourself, is Jeremy Colleton seriously, honestly, the guy that you want to go forward with if you're a winning team? No, I say no, because they have not played. They've barely played like a full period of dominant hockey. That's it. They need someone who's going to nip this team in the fucking butt, because I'm sorry. They they they're getting they're getting their handheld too much almost. It feels like. With like, oh, we're bad, but like, you know, everyone's got job security, so it's fine. No, I think there needs to be fire under some of these fuckers' asses. Like, there's, they need, they need to be on the hot seat. This is ridiculous right now. Oh my Again, gosh. they should already be fired, but you know, anyways, the the they fact they're fired. not at the very this this organization at the very least is not having a conversation of Jeremy Colton being fired like that. They should be fired for that. That's ridiculous. Are you kidding me? <laughs> With the way they're playing, not leading at once in three hundred minutes. Getting outscored by 14 goals at five on five? Are you serious? It's not good enough. No, never was, it was, never will be. No, it, it, it's so stupid. It's so stupid. And it's not like the schedule gets easier. So, no, like we'll, we'll find out real quick what's going to happen with this Blackhawks team. They're either going to turn it around or it's going to be. Oh, we know exactly what they are with Jeremy Colleton. Oh, yeah. I don't expect this to change. I don't expect them to flip a switch and then win four games in a row just to even get to 4-4-1 or whatever it is. No, I don't even expect them to win two games in a row. I don't don't either. And 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 part of me is like, yes, I want them to win. But another part of me is like, how far is this going to go? You know, like you said, I want to see how far it goes. How long will it take for them to realize, okay, maybe this is not the guy for the job. Maybe this is not the GM for the job. Maybe we should get rid of both of them. How long will it take for them to smell smoke? That's the real question. Exactly. And again, because right now the whole UC is on fire. So I I don't, they must have their noses plugged or something. It's crazy. Yeah. And their ears plugged. Do they not hear the fucking booing? (laughs) Dude, the booing. Like, they're more concerned about ticket sales. They're giving away tickets to everyone right now because they can't fucking sell out. Because why would they with the shitty team? Like, trust me, it's going to be, it's going to start being really eye opening when the Bulls start selling more tickets than the Hawks. And then Wurtz is going to realize that because it's going to take Wurtz doing something. And Wurtz is going to do a fucking thing. Oh, no. He loses money. Yeah. Bowman and Colleton, like, they're, they're, they're laughing. You know, they're laughing at the fact they got dropped. They're security. Laughing. Yeah. Like, you saw that clip of Jeremy Colleton laughing. No, he's laughing at the fact that he's got job security when he's doing this poor of a job. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So stupid. So I know. Stupid. I, this team is just terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, there's really no other way around it. No, no. And, it's, and it's unfortunate. But like, I'd like to see him actually throw out, you know, a decent line combination once in a while. You know, I don't know why Carlton is so hell bent on not doing Doc Debrinket and Kane. Like, oh, let's not put our three most skilled offensive players out there at the same time. No, let's not put Kane with Kubalika shift. Like, 
I don't know what doesn't go through his no, mind. We gotta, they, we gotta have Mike Harmon on one look, line. We gotta have Drew Jarrett on another. Then we gotta have Reese Johnson on it. What part line, of yeah. like, like we're thinking of like the players who have played best, right, in the first couple of games? And when he took Kershaw off the line, he didn't put Borgstrom up there or someone who's actually been like contributing yeah. to offense. He put Drew Jarrett, who's just been hitting people. And God bless him because he stood up for Mark, Mike Hardman when Matt Martin just basically went full rover with yeah. like fucking Shea Weber in the playoffs. I, I, I'm literally at the game with Jimmy and my friends watching that. And I'm just like, okay, so he missed a hit and then he went to go hit someone else. Nice. Like, you're just a goon. Why are you still in the fucking league? Once again, I now I can direct my attention away from the Hawks. Get goons yeah. out of the fucking league. There is no reason Matt Martin should still have a job. Like, but the and I, I say that now, yeah. I say that now, and he's going to get like two goals tonight. I don't fucking care. He doesn't deserve a job when you're hitting people like that. It's fucking bullshit, dude. You're literally just out there looking to hurt people. Like, it's, Rafi, it's like Rafi Torres, like, except you're not murdering Matt Cook, people. yeah. Like, Jesus Christ. And it's not the first time Matt Martin's done this. Oh, but he's funny and he's a good hockey guy. I don't fucking care. Identity line. Can't forget that. <laughs> Anyways, um, we've said what we said about the Blackhawks. There needs Don't to be there. Yeah, like there <laughs> honestly should have been changes. Like, like after the first home game, really. Yep. It. it <laughs> like got like thank you, Emily Kaplan, for posting that because like mm-hmm. I'm glad I know where this. It shows the incompetence. Stands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Again, if this is what it takes to get Bowman and Carlton out, if this is what it takes to get that sexual assault uh, story to the front line, because we all know had if they gone on a big winning streak, it would have been completely ignored. It's still getting ignored, but at least if they're losing, they're going to be like, okay, they're not winning. What the hell are we going to talk about? Yeah, oh, and on top sexual of all that, okay. they got yeah. that going on. It's yeah. like... They should have been fired a long time ago. But anyways, we're, we don't want to keep going in circles. and cir- <laughs> We don't want to keep going in circles just like this. This Blackhawks organization. Let's actually get into some positive suck. Uh, po- positive sucks. Jeez, I'm, I'm thinking too much I, about I the Blackhawks. Yeah. I got a perfect segue for you. Do it. How would you feel if I started chanting how much money you made <laughs> when you made $6.1 million? Because oh, I don't really? know. I feel pretty good, personally. I feel pretty good. I'd probably, you know, start clapping and putting my ear up to the crowd. Because, like, yeah. I'm sorry. I don't know how Montreal fans thought that was going to be a roast for Yasperi Kakanyami's return. And they <laughs> and they and they score and he scored on them, which was even more Love perfect. It. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Like, what? I don't know what numbers Kakanyami wearing. I think he's wearing like 81 82. Or yeah, 82. 82 that's what it is. Yeah. Thomas Kopetsky vibes there. Mm-hmm. Big time. But uh, man, Carolina's looking like a wagon right now. Like they not slowing down. They no. they basically got deeper. If anything, like Ethan Bears looked really good. Yeah. <laughs> on their back end like helps these uh, laws of hamilton oh yeah big time. and anderson's and been really good too surprisingly mm-hmm. like yeah the thing about frederick anderson he's always had like a slow like he always has a slow october and he can't stay october healthy Freddy. yeah so <laughs> oh, man. it's good that he's at least getting it together <laughs> oh yeah dude and like what a better way to get it together because you're in front of one of the better systems in the league like yeah definitely I mean, it's probably like them in Boston, right? Them, the Islanders in Boston, I'd probably yeah. say, have like the best systems. But Maybe um, Dallas too, yeah. Yeah, Dallas, yeah, you got a point. If Dallas, like the thing, the reason I like Carolina and Boston's more is just because they can actually get offense. Yeah. Like, 
they they could play that tight checking game while still scoring like four goals a game, which is mm-hmm. a problem because that's very hard to beat. <laughs> and Carolina's top nine, they just come in waves, it looks like. Like when they when they got guys like Jesper Foss on like the fourth line, that's a problem. When like Martin yeah. Nietzsche is in the middle six, like that's a problem. <laughs> oh, and here's my cat. She's got Stevie. A- oh, look at that. <laughs> Stevie agrees. <laughs> and I want to. Did you see the thing where it's like, did the Habs win? And it's like, no. And then there's a come on. Sorry, my cat's like, like no, I want to talk. No, she will be like stepping on my lap. Oh boy, <laughs> she like took my ears. It's on the tail. Yeah, I was like afraid she would like walk on my laptop and just like do something. I'm like, I don't want this podcast Not to again. come out again. Yeah, but <laughs> did you see the thing? It's like they they basically troll the halves. Like, did the halves win? No. And then there was there was three shirts. It was like Kalkinia me and then Aho, and I forget what the other one is. It might have been like away or whatever. And and it's like use a, a promo code we to get uh, twenty dollars off or whatever it was, or get twenty dollars for the shirt. I'm like, oh my god, just the biggest troll, and I and I love it so much. That's amazing. <laughs> Oh, the only awesome. team worse than the Blackhawks, by the way, the Habs. And I don't know if I brought this up again with all the off ice stuff happening. It's kind of fitting that they're the poetic team. Yeah. Yeah. There is a hockey god after all. But anyways, yeah, we, we talked about it, though, with Montreal. It's like they kind of have an excuse. They lost so many pieces from that cup team and no price in Weber. You're not going to be the yeah. same team no matter. I don't care how old they are. You're, yeah. just, you're just not going to be the same. team. No, to no, no tart to tar, which like drove most of their five on five play. For like not just last year, but like a few years before that. Yeah. They they and you know, the kids are having a slow start, which kind of stinks. It's, good, it's like, gonna happen. They're young. They're yeah. young. Like someone was saying, like, I think this is probably the longest Cole Caulfield's ever gone in his life without a goal. So like cut him some slack. Like we know probably, it's like yeah. Doc went like 20 something games without a point his yeah. Like it happens, like everyone hits the wall and like, I, I don't know. I think the Habs will be fine. I, the only positive going on in that organization right now is that Jonathan Gerard seems to be playing really well. That's good, yeah. Which is great because when Jonathan Gerard's good, he's he's so much fun to watch. Like, when he's on his game, he is so much fun to watch. Like, there's a reason he got traded for Sergeyev. I think people forget that. Like, he was really good in Tampa. <laughs> and Mark Bergeron, they held a press conference, I think, when they were 4 and 0 but like before the Carolina game, because they wanted to like distract from the Cockney and me game coming back, which is just, it's so. If funny. anything, you put more attention on it. Yeah, like. really. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that was like the goal or whatever, but yeah, you yeah. Put, ended up putting up more attention on it. And people like forget, like, I think everyone goes, like, assumes Toronto is the most like hard place to play in because of the media, which you could agree with. But when you go to Montreal, it's not only the English media, but the French media, which is a lot like a lot of things get lost lost in translation there and it's just like a whole nother like it's it's the montreal canadians are like tabloidy over there and in quebec you thought it was bad yeah, i don't like that yeah, yeah you think it's bad with toronto like try montreal like I, I would even argue montreal is worse than toronto but like yeah yeah i just hate i hate montreal just for the fact that like a lot of players like not trying to say it like this but like there's a like the last couple of years there's been like a handful of players in the habs who have had to take time away to go deal with like yeah you know, personal problems and whatnot. And every single time there's just some Habs journalists that dig way too deep into it. Yeah. They're like, oh, well, so-and-so has a cocaine problem. It's like, mm-hmm. no one needed to know no. that, dude. They just need to know that he- Even if that is a problem, let them get their health. Like, yeah, you, like you should be spreading this. Why are you reporting this, this shit? Yeah. It's like, it's, 
it, that that kind of stuff just drives me up a wall. Like mm-hmm. it's personal, private business. It's nothing that people need to know about. It's like what we used to say with Taves when Taves was out for a year. It's none of our fucking business. It's none of your business, day. man. Yeah. It's none of your fucking business. And you dig and dig and dig just to get some meaningless ass clicks, and you will get fired for that shit because it's just inhumane. Like, yeah. ugh. That's Sorry, why I, need, I needed to mention that because, like, especially with the price stuff happening now too, it's like. Yeah, that's why I want to say God bless Carey Price because that guy got drafted there in two thousand five. And he's been there for a very long time. Like he's been through the like the years where they missed the playoffs, where they went on their deep playoff runs, like to the conference <laughs> final, and to the Stanley Cup final. And he's been Made there through the trade rumors. Yeah, the trade rumors. That's right. The guy's won a yeah. The guy won a Vezina and a heart, a gold medal. Hell, he might even win another one. I'm sorry, and, when a goalie wins a heart, that's just all you need to know. Like, yeah, that's how exactly. good he was. <laughs> and it's like right. it's now like it's now that he's like like he's kind of like I. I don't want to say like, oh, now he's breaking down, but like, you know, the fact like he's been there that long and there hasn't really been like, I think that just speaks a lot to Carey Price. And again, I'm, I hope he's okay. Uh, I don't want to be like, oh, I hope he comes back and plays for Team Canada or whatever. But wouldn't that just be an awesome story, though? Mm-hmm. I mean, he's on the short list, apparently, or yeah. the long list, whatever it is. So yeah. it's uh, Bennington. Him, him, yeah, Bennington. Oh, my God. Yeah, him, Bennington, Kemper, uh, Hart, Blackwood, Blackwood, and then Flurry. Blackwood makes no sense. He's not vaccinated. He literally no. couldn't go to he's the not, He's not going to go. No, to. no. Yeah. Like that, that, I remember reading that and I was just like, that's a waste of a spot. But okay. Yeah, exactly. He's not vaccinated. He can't go. <laughs> like, simple as that. Um, like, I can't think of another top end Canadian goalie like that, but like, you couldn't have got anyone else, you know? <laughs> yeah. I, Mike Smith? No, Mike Smith. Mike Smith. Oh, Mike my God. Canadian, 40 year old. Right? Yeah, he is. He was actually on the 2014 Olympic team. Oh, wait. Brain yeah, Holby. as like the th- oh, Brian Holby, I guess. Yeah, um, yeah, he was he was the third goalie in the uh, 2014 Olympics. I think a lot of people forget that. I think Crawford I totally was su- yeah, that. Crawford was supposed to be the third string guy, but then he got injured. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cra- I remember Crawford was the third in uh, the World Cup of Hockey. I remember that, but I told I totally forgot Smith was there in 2014. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, good for him. Tells you how long Smith's been around, dude. Because like I feel like just people forget how long he was in Arizona. Like he was in Arizona yeah. for ever dude like i remember when he got traded that was a huge trade wasn't it like him and like trade to calgary yeah. i can't remember yeah but oh, yeah he dragged that team to the western conference final back in 2012 i think we all remember that yeah. for, oh, for we worse. All remember yeah this <laughs> mike yeah when mike smith's on it's it's fun it's but when just, he's off it's like he's off yeah yeah <laughs> but that but the thing either way he's such an entertaining goalie and uh exactly. i guess we can segue segue that into the edmonton oilers who are the only team that's are five and oh um that, mike smith is actually on the ir and hopefully he's okay because like <laughs> it's weird that we're praising mike smith but he had a good season last year and uh, from what i saw he was having a good start this year so that's yeah. unfortunate that he's on the ir i didn't know yeah. that but uh yeah, hopefully he's okay, and uh, but uh, it seems to, it doesn't matter for the Oilers because they just keep on winning anyways. And we were we were talking about this the the first the <laughs> the first time of recording that McDavid casually has like thirteen points in five games, <laughs> and then dry oh then dry has got eleven points in five games, and then guys like Puliyarvi's up there I think with eight points in five games, and then Nuge with seven points in five games, and then you see Zach Hyman getting five goals in five games, and that's what we've wanted for the Oilers. Like yeah, you're gonna get. The, this top end offense from McDavid and Drysdale are two of the best players on the planet, but you need depth behind them, and it looks like they finally got that. And did you see that Warren oh, yeah. Four goal goal? Oh yeah, that was a nice goal, dude. I don't care if it's Arizona, that was nice. Yeah, dude. Yeah, <laughs> but, but they uh, finally got depth, man. And it looks oh, like yeah. 
And it looks like their defense isn't horrible, which is saying something. So <laughs> I cannot believe a Keith CC pairing hasn't like had a highlight reel yet or a disaster reel. At least not in the regular season. We you saw the preseason. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, the preseason. Oh my gosh. But um yeah, they're running I, games. Yeah. What do we talk about all the time? Take the wins while you can early. You yeah. always take the wins while you can early because you never know when injuries are going to come up and you never know when you're going to have to face adversity later in the year. Look at the Pacific right now. Vegas is not doing hot. Either Seattle, yeah. like all, all the teams at the division are kind of meh right now, but like the Edmonton Oilers are off to a really hot start. Dude, maybe I should just switch my fandom to them because on account of I live there and they just look like a fun team to watch with McDavid and Dreisaitl. I mean, it's, it's kind of, I think Jay Fresh posted like a minute 30 second video of all McDavid's points and he literally just is like three steps faster than everyone on the ice. It's not fair. It's I'm not surprised fair. McDavid doesn't get more points because there's so many plays where I'm like, where, you remember the goal against Arizona where we just walked through everyone? Why does he just decide that to do that more? Because he can do it. He's a playmaker you know? at heart. Yeah. That's the crazy part. If he, just, if he had a shooter's mentality, the guy could probably score 50. It's just he doesn't. Oh, I think he could score 50 either way. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. I Please just stay healthy the whole year. That's all I ask. Him I, I want to yeah. see if he can crack 150. Because he's definitely oh, getting 130 if he's yeah. healthy. Mm-hmm. Like, Because I, I think it's crazy to think that he still hasn't cracked 130, has he? Because of no, the short the season, I don't think he's hit 120 either. Nah, Kucherov's the only one I know that's hit 120. Yeah, he hit 128. It's <laughs> too ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> like, and people want to say, like, oh my God, Tampa's caps are competing. I'm like, I think they would rather not put oh, yeah. a 28 point player on IR. But yeah, whatever fits your narrative, guys, go ahead. Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, so here's McDavid's points. Even in his first season where he got injured, he still had 48 points in 45 games. <laughs> Then the second season, you got 100 points in 82 games. Uh, third Casual. season, 108 points in 82 games. Stupidest part was that was his only heart trophy, but go on. Yeah, until <laughs> 2017, last year. 18. Yeah. <laughs> and then 2018. No, I think it was 2016-17 that was his heart trophy. Oh, 20, 2018 was Hall, yeah. I'm pretty sure. No, my bad, my bad. Yeah. I, I meant the 100-point season, yeah, whatever yeah. year that was. Yeah, Yeah, 2016-17. Yeah, I remember 17-18 now. Uh, <laughs> he wasn't 20, even a finalist. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Behind, I think it was Hall, McKinnon, and like Kopitar, I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah, Kovatar like is having a good year. start. We'll get into that. Good anyway, for him. Yeah. Uh, McDavid, then he had 116 points in 78 games. He missed four games, and he still got 160. He probably would have hit 120 had he <laughs> hit 82 games. Then 97 <laughs> points in 64 games before COVID, and then 105 in 56 games. That is so – that's so silly. <sighs> now he's got 13 points in five games. I love reading McDavid's stats from the COVID year because that shit is so funny. He had 105 points. <laughs> oh right now God. he's on pace for 213 points, which won't keep Casual. up. Like, Casual. Yeah. Which you could literally, up, but like, damn, he could he, he could hit 150. You points. could cut that in half, and he'll probably get it by the trade deadline. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh my gosh, he is just, he is. We are watching like the next best hockey player. Like, we got to watch Crosby and Ovechkin, but now yeah. we get now we get. McDavid. I feel like we don't talk enough about how good McDavid is. Like last year, yeah. he was on pace for 154 points. <laughs> yeah, like it's fucking silly, dude. It's actually silly. I don't and understand. The, and the fact it's that Leon, we, Leon Dreisaitl is an afterthought on that team, even though he gets 100 point season, 50 yeah. goals, and a heart trophy. <laughs> and we gave Peter Shirelli a lot of shit, but he, he oh really was on the money yeah. with that Dreisaitl deal. Like my everyone God. gave him shit at the time, but oh man, you were glad you that, got Bridge Dreisaitl. Yeah, sure. that's one of the best contracts in the NHL now. Holy shit. I was just like, I just had the thought of like if they had to resign Dreisaitl, because it would have been like if he signed that bridge, it would have made it, it would have taken him to right when he won the heart. So it oh would have been God. like, Oh, they would have been making him so McDavid. 
<laughs> you might be the high. You might you might be the highest played player in the NHL. Had that, he would have gotten thirteen. He would have yeah. gotten thirteen minimum. And like, the thing is, ugh. he probably would have been close to being worth it. Honestly, he's still worth with all it, the dude. offensive fair good. vibes. Oh my goodness! Like Drysaddle's, like yeah, man. Like he, he Drysaddle's gonna have the Malkin complex for his whole career. Like his Malkin's fucking stud too, but just yeah. He's behind Crosby his whole career, so mm-hmm. everyone's like, "Oh, well, it's a product of that." And it's like, I don't know, guys. Drysdale has no. been running his own line for two years now. Yeah. The thing with oh, Malkin, man. though, is like he was the second best, not only on his team but in his country. In, yeah. yeah. <laughs> because he was always behind, behind Crosby, and it's like, "Oh, going to the Olympics with Russia? No, you're still behind Ovechkin." <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, he's never had his like. Um, he's never had his team basically. No, which yeah. is which is interesting. But uh, you're a favorite. I, I, maybe well, I don't know. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> mm. I, I, dude, imagine Malkin goes to Vegas. Jesus, man. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's exactly oh, what they need. Exactly, dude. Right? <laughs> if Vegas had Stone Malkin, that's ready. Unstoppable. Holy crap, Holy. that line would be so good. But I mean, I think we could talk about. We need to talk about Zach Hyman a little more. Just yeah, I wanted, like, I wanted to transit. Like, I got a perfect yeah. like, transition to keep like transitioning. Like, uh, so yeah, we're gonna go to Toronto now. And not that they've had all like about a, the a horrible start. Yeah, all about the laughs. But they haven't had a horrible start. But they lost to San Jose five to three last night, and there was a jersey thrown on the ice, like already, of course. And Blackhawks are a walking tire fire. We haven't thrown a jersey on the ice. Like I hate these fans. I hate them so much. And I don't know if you saw the press conference, but uh, Sheldon Keith like called out his top players because everyone's like going after Nick Ritchie on the top line. But it's like, okay, yeah, you're going after him. But what about like Matthews and Marner? Marner, I think only has one point in five games. I could be wrong. Yeah, that's terrible like what did we scream about with mike stevens the whole time it's like you shouldn't be worrying about the third guy on that line every single time matthews and marner should be able to plug anyone in on that line and continue to do what they do like granted matthew said wrist surgery he gets a pass marner still doesn't get a pass like, yeah 1.5 games and i know yeah, that my, plus minus doesn't matter that much but he's a minus three yeah, Kane's a minus seven to bring it to minus seven. Yeah, really getting to plus minus. Hey, but, uh, Kale McCarr has a worse plus minus than Seth Jones. Apparently, must mean Seth Jones is better. Exactly. That's <laughs> why he got that extra five hundred thousand dollars in extra two years or whatever it was. Woo! Oh yeah, and he but, played uh, sixty minutes in a playoff game. I, you know, I don't yeah. know if you heard that, but anyways, um... <laughs> dude. I, oh man, just the Leafs are. From what I've seen, at least from like the analytics and stuff, it just seems like they can't get pucks in the net. Like they're just getting bad puck luck right now. And like it seems like they're getting chances, but like at the same time, the talent's there. Y'all just gotta figure it out uh, at this point. I I think they're gonna I think they've earned the benefit of the doubt to at least make like a wild card spot in a playoff spot. Yeah. Let's put it this way. They're they're fine. Tampa's in the same spot as them right now. The only team in their their only team in their division that got off to a hot start is uh, Florida. Because even Boston's yeah, oh kind of Florida. Yeah. Florida looks great, man. Oh man, like <laughs> Bobrovsky's back. Speaking of goalies that are yeah. off, like Mike Smith. Holy crap! But uh, one thing for Toronto that's really going to suck is I, how long is Peter Morazic out? Because I know I do not know. Because they had Hutchinson in that last night, and everyone wants to blame Michael Hutchinson, but it's like he's the third fucking goalie. Like, yeah. there's it's not his fault at the end of the day that your team like. Like what were you saying? Really? Like they want to? Or it wasn't you? It might have been the uh, Steve Dangle podcast. But like they want, they, they keep trying to play hero ball at the end. It's like, oh, yep. you don't deserve to come back and win that game, being down 
four nothing or whatever. What were they down? Like four two, something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. They tried yeah. to claw back, but obviously it doesn't work. matter. It's like it's like what you said about the Hawks in that overtime loss. Like it should just be zero and five because yeah. that doesn't speak for the f- other part of the game where you looked like shit. Yeah, and it's just like I haven't watched the Leafs that close this year, but no, I, all I know is for a fact if you're shitting on the guy who's making two million dollars, then it's not his fault. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. And, and you know, one name. Oh, sorry. What? Oh, I was gonna say like we bring up Michael Hutchinson. You sign Peter Morazic and you have Jack Campbell back, knowing that these guys gather when they're healthy, they're good, but uh, they get it. They're injury prone. You got to expect that. You got to be prepared for that. And I think a lot of that, again, we got to, you, you're put, you're placing the blame on the wrong person. It's got to be on management. Yeah. And uh, even, well, honestly, <laughs> goaltending. Yeah. That's on management. I will say that much. The, the the team on the ice for the Leafs that's on the players at that point. Oh, I'm sorry, Kyle yeah. Dubas has done everything in his power to. So is Sheldon Keith? Like you watch Sheldon Keith got an extent. Sheldon Keith's a hell of a coach. I yeah. wish the I wish the Hawks had. They a coach need like someone like him because like Sheldon Keith will be yelled at his fucking players. Yeah. God damn! Like the Amazon series totally like changed my perspective. He knew exactly what the problem was. He knew it was mental and in between the head mm-hmm. and that winning was not good enough. Like they need to be a, a good enough Better. team for the playoffs. And remember that. I, Remember the Paul McLean clip where I forgot he was on the team, but he's like, they got fucking demons in their head. It's under the car. It's under their beds. Like it's, you know, like it's everywhere. They're surrounded by fucking demons. Like they know exactly what's wrong with those players, but it's again, it's all, it's all yep. between the head, between the it, ears, whatever in the head between the ears. Yeah, it's all the same. Like, it's just like when I see Leafs fans complaining about what Andre Kasha did wrong, I'm like, Okay, is Andre Costa really the problem, or is yeah. it the fact that your top six isn't scoring? It's the fact that Mitch rates. Marner, who's making pretty much eleven million dollars, has making more one than assist. Patrick Kane. Yeah, and five. Yeah, but he's better because he plays defense, you know. <laughs> but he yeah, has one, one penalties. Yeah, one assist in five games played in a minus three. Like, I don't even know if that's like a primary assist or a secondary assist. You know, like, what? How many minutes is he averaging a night? Because I bet he's in the. I bet he's close to twenty. So it's uh, like I don't have like the averages, but here's over the last uh five games. So against Montreal, 19 minutes, against Ottawa, 24 minutes, against Ottawa again, 20 minutes, against the Rangers, 24 minutes, and then against the Sharks, 22 minutes. So he's getting his fair share of time. Yeah. That he's not doing anything. Oh my gosh. I I don't like to keep shitting on the guy, but it's just like he would help your you would help your case out a lot more if you just score. Yeah, you know what I mean. Just and like, not like score a ton because we know Mitch Marner's a play good. Just get a fucking goal, man. Just get a goal. <laughs> yeah. Just like make a decent back check that'll at least get the attention of the fans. There's like, literally a Twitter account that like analyzes Marner's mistakes. Yeah, that's that, that dude needs yeah. to go to therapy. Yeah, like that's that's freak <laughs> behavior. Because like, like, I think it's hilarious. They like flip flops from Nylander to Marner now. Because yeah. like he did this shit with Nylander for like three years. Yeah. Man, it's dumb. I don't know, but it's like it's one thing to criticize Marner as a player, like like he's not been good. It's as simple as that. You can do that, but like when you're getting personal, like going to his Instagram or whatever, comment, oh you fucking shitty player, why are you doing this or whatever? Fuck and then bad. like and then like micro analyzing everything, like okay, maybe like you're the one with the problem here. <laughs> like, yeah, it, it's like I was it like two weeks ago or something, I was on Twitter and like this is right after the Sox lost their series to the Astros and oh, some yeah. guy some guy like went in on Carlos Rodon on Instagram and Carlos Rodon clapped 
back at him. He was not happy. Oh, I saw he, that, yeah. Because, like, the guy that. made fun of his wife and shit, and I was just like, yeah, you're really oh, fucked, you're fucked if you do that. Yeah. And then the guy posts it, like, oh, man, I really pissed off Carlos Rodon, and he just gets... He, he really got fucking got ratioed to hell. Ratioed oh, out that. the building yeah. by everyone, because they were just like, no, you're just a... Like, I've never seen someone with so much confidence showing that they're a loser. Like, Jesus Christ, I've never seen that much confidence in a loser in my fucking life. And I'm deleting his account. So... <laughs> At the end of the day, kids, don't <laughs> online bully celebrities or yeah. athletes. It makes no fucking they're sense. They're humans. And you look like a freak. Yeah, Jesus. they're humans too. They have their on and off days, but like, oh damn, man. Jesus, like, remember like the Marner stuff when he was getting engaged and he was on a jet? He's like, he should be in the practice arena. <laughs> it's like, I know some people were joking with that, but there's yeah. some people who actually meant that. And it's like, you guys need to just go outside. Just touch some grass, you know, while you can before Please. it snows. Please, just like, oh my gosh, I, yeah, and that's the case with like almost every fan base. I feel like oh, there's, there's always, always a there's idiots. always a scapegoat, but and there's uh, always those kind of fans, but like, holy. and like the Leafs fans have been doing it. Like, I I still don't forget what they did to Jake Gardner a couple years ago. Like that shit still like we didn't forget, guys. <laughs> oh man, just whatever. Leafland's fine though. They, they'll be oh, fine. they're gonna be fine. I they again they have the benefit of the doubt and. Mm-hmm. Because they got forward, Alexander, perfect. It's so funny. It's so funny because I think they do miss that Kyman. Because I saw they the Dom, I saw a Dom decision picture. It's a Wolverine looking at the picture frame. It's just a picture of Zach Hyman. <laughs> I mean, Zach was like the heart of the team almost. At that yeah. time. Oh, he was him and like Jason Spezza, you know? <laughs> and, yeah, it's like him, Spezza, and Morgan Riley, honestly. That's like the, the heart of the team. Like, and you could tell from the, the um, all or nothing. Like, who are the guys talking in the locker room every time? It's like Morgan Riley, sometimes Tavares, and then fucking Jason Spezza. Uh, yeah, like it's the guys who have been there. Like, the, once again, talent's there. Just fucking put it together. Yeah. And whatever they, like you said though, they get they get plenty of benefit of the doubt. This shit's going on in January, and yeah, then maybe we got some problems. Yeah, maybe, but yeah, I don't think this. There, yeah. They're two, two and one. Like, come on. They're not oh four and one. Yeah, you're fine. You're fine. They'll Jeez. figure it out. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and I saw another meme. It's like the babe. It's time to do. It's time to get all the goal scoring because the eleven million dollar doesn't want to play, and it's just a picture of Jason's bets. It's like okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's funny. And then I saw another meme with like Zach Hyman. It's a picture of Squidward looking outside and you see SpongeBob and Patrick, and it's like SpongeBob and Patrick, Oilers fans with Zach Hyman. And then it's like, <laughs> and then like Squidward inside, it's like Leafs fans. <laughs> but anyways. And the craziest thing about the Leafs is this is going to be Tavares' fourth year there. Like, doesn't feel like it, but he's been there four years. Same with Dubas. Yeah, dude. Like, it's now or never at this point. Like, you've had the crew there. Oh, if they if they're out in the first round again, like there there's gotta be Marner, Marner's gotta get traded. I don't care. Like clean house. Yeah. Give us William Nylander. No, it's not. We'll bad. take him as compensation. <laughs> and we'll take Kyle Dubas and Sean Keefe as and Jack Campbell. coach. And Jack Campbell, yeah. Because we're gonna need a goalie for next year. Hopefully <laughs> we can resign Lincoln and that would be nice. Yeah. But um Um but yeah, uh enough Leafs talk. Let's go on to the team that beat them and is also a, a perfect start. They're four and the San Jose Sharks. And we we talked about like Chicago, Montreal being at the bottom of the barrel because of off ice stuff. Look at uh, San Jose; they get rid of Evander Kane, and now they're four zero. That's yeah, awesome that. for them. Yeah, every and they're healthy too, which is huge. Yeah. They haven't been healthy in so long. No. Oh man, 
Like I, I feel like. I'm oh, sorry. What? Oh, I was gonna say Jonathan Dolan. It's so awesome because I was like, I was like super high on him. It's like, is he ever gonna get a chance? And like now he looks like he's gonna get a chance in San Jose, and he has like what three goals? I think so. That's good mm-hmm. for him. Yeah, he, I think he's playing with Meyer, if I recall. Oh, that's cool. So that's pretty yeah. cool. And like, I just feel like people didn't realize how banged up the Sharks have been the last few years. Like Eric Carlson missed like 40 games a couple of years ago. Um, like Kachur got hurt, Hurdle got hurt, Meyer got hurt. Like you can't win when all those guys are out. And I mean, this is still a team that when the healthy made the conference final with Martin Jones, they were like, beat the they were, they could have won the cup that year. I, I thought they were going to win the cup yeah. that year, honestly, because like I was like, it's now or never with them. And Eric Carlson was like on firing on all cylinders. That was when they had like Gus Nyquist on the team and stuff. Through the tra- um, but I mean, like that, that's just a case of trusting your guys with uh, Doug Wilson. Cause he didn't really add this off season, right? Like he just kind of, kind of built around it. Yeah, he got guys like up. he got like Benino. Benino, Reimer and Hill, I think. Reimer's been a good pickup though. He had a pretty good start for his first game. And Aiden Hill was a great pickup by them. All right, he didn't get trade. like any major pickups. I know what you no. mean. Yeah. But like Aiden Hill is like a very underrated pickup in my opinion. Cause like anything's better than Martin Jones. But if you could have mm-hmm. two guys that are even nine, 10, nine, 12, that, that Sharks team can score outscore a lot of their problems if they're going. And like their power play is still ridiculous. They still got guys like LeBanc and Burns and all them. Like that if the goaltending stays up, the Sharks could be interesting this year. If they yeah. stay healthy. It's always health though with them. It's always health. Because yeah, I don't expect I didn't I don't think they're gonna make the playoffs, but hey, they're off to a four and start. Get those wins early and you never know. They could exactly. be a competitive team down the stretch. You could do nothing but build off it from here. And that's a pretty good thing to build off of when you're 4-0 in a division. That's pretty – everyone's still trying to find their feet. Yeah, other than, like, Edmonton, like, you see Vegas and Seattle are kind of trying to find their feet yeah, right LA's, now. Like, LA's a little bit in the middle. Yeah, like Seattle. Calgary, yeah. yeah. Calgary just won today, even though they almost blew a 3 Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I saw uh, – yeah, because they were down uh, – they were up 3 nothing against uh, the, the Capitals who haven't – who haven't lost in regulation? Chats look like a wagon, bro. Oh man, I, was I know. About them. It's like they're without Backstrom too. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> and it looks like Kuznetsov is going off, which is good to see because it just seems like he hasn't been the same since they won the cup, really. Since no. he had that amazing playoff run. Yeah, it's good. It it, it really is good for Kuznetsov because, like, man, we were talking about him. And there's trade. Yeah, there's like trade rumors, like legitimate trade rumors that he'd be gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he's been great. Ovechkin looks like a fucking horse. Oh, my God. Man. He got another goal today, just yeah. inching closer. I think he's going to get the record, honestly. Oh, my God. It'd be awesome if he just It's going to be like very close. Year. Oh, that'd be so awesome. Oh, he's gonna be and everyone wants to see it, it, too. Like, even Wayne Gretzky wants to see it. So. Oh, yeah, dude. Wayne's probably going to be covering one of the games he breaks in because of this new deal. Yeah. I mean, Wait. yeah, like – the caps are gonna like it the caps have surprised me a lot honestly. oh me too like the caps and the penguins were like is this gonna be they're both the teams like is this gonna be the year where they finally miss it and no they just come back and they're better good coaching it's good coaching peter laviolette and uh mike Mike sullivan Sullivan. especially mike sullivan holy he does not he does not coaching the u.s olympics yeah i don't think he gets enough credit as a coach he's an amazing Mm -hmm. coach and yeah his the way he just like his team handles adversity all the time it's so slept on because it's like, like yeah they lost in the first round of it. like they outplayed the islanders i think a lot of people forget they got goalie they just got goalie yeah exactly like if jerry got, was adequate they might have won that series yeah they got goalied and then they like i think people forget they were like a double overtime goal in game five away from being up three two in that series yeah uh, 
I don't know. Pittsburgh's like Pittsburgh's gonna get Crosby back soon. I know Jari's on. I think COVID. The COVID Did you, they're so playing the last night. Did you see that Latang is out and their first no. line center is like Evan Rodriguez? Dude, if they still beat the Leafs, this they're gonna beat the Leafs. Be I'm a, convinced. This dangle video is gonna be an all timer oh if they win. God. Holy I shit! See if they have the lines out yet for. Oh my god! <laughs> Top line captain, baby. Let's yeah. go. Okay, so here are the lines: uh, Jake Gensel, Evan Rodriguez, and Kasperi Captain. This the second line is Zach Aston, Reese, Teddy Fluker, and Brock McGinn. And then the third line is Jason Zucker, Drew O'Connor, Danton Heine, and then the fourth line: Dominic Simone, Brian Boyle, and Sam Lafferty. They're gonna that... win. They're gonna beat them with the Leafs. I, they're gonna win. Complete side note: That oh, says a lot like... about. I was gonna say, says, oh, what? oh no, I was just gonna say Tristan Jari. It looks like he's back and he's starting the game. So. Oh, that's good. That's good. I was gonna say uh, it says a lot about Jason Zucker if he's on the third line on that team. So and then <laughs> their defensive pairings, Brian Dumlin, Chad Ruwio, <laughs> Marcus Pedersen, John Marino. At least they got that intact. And then Mike Matheson and Mark Friedman. He <laughs> just got a bunch of guys yeah. and they're winning games. Oh my god! I love it. And Jeff Carter and Crystal Danger. Oh, but remember, but remember the coach isn't the problem for our team. Like you look at all these teams that are excelling with shitty coaching, or not even shitty coach, not shitty coaching, shitty roster, shitty rosters. What I meant. Thank you. They're not even a shitty roster, dude. They just have so many injuries. Tough luck. Like, jeez. But they don't care. They get the. They go out there. They play their ass off and get the win. We saw that. We saw that. We saw that firsthand with when we lost to Pittsburgh. Oh, they beat the shit out of us. Yeah, oh, that was not okay. Two on ones everywhere. But um, yeah, like there's just so many teams right now where like either they're surprising me in a good way or they're surprising me in a bad way. But a lot of teams that are surprising me in a bad way, they'll bounce out of it. Like hmm. I, I like people were like talking about Tampa and all that, and I was just like, you really think Detroit and Buffalo are going to be at the top of this division? I mean, good for weeks? them for having good starts like that. Like, yeah, great for them, bro. Especially I thought, like, Buffalo. Like, yeah, like I saw a lot of people saying like, oh, Buffalo, they had these great starts like a couple. Of good- just let them have some fun. Look how much shit that franchise and those fans have through. gone through. Yeah, just let them have their moment, man. Seriously, and Detroit I don't think. Anyone thinks they're expecting themselves to make them just let them have their moment. Let, let exactly. them have fun that it's not going to be a horrible year where they're picking first overall again. Oh, it would be nice. Hey, yeah, exactly. Like, I, yeah, I just don't get the point of that. And then the Blues and the Wild are 3 0. Mm, yeah, yeah. Well, the Blues, if Bennington gets his head screwed on straight, the Blues will be good. And that was so. the biggest thing for me. I'm like, I've been like, uh, yeah. that's the reason why I chose St. Louis not to make the playoffs. I'm like, I don't trust Bennington. And if he can just even be adequate, that, that's not a bad yeah. team. Hate the person, but if he could be a good hockey player, they'll be fine. Yeah, I mean, look what happened in 2019 when he was good. They won a Stanley Cup, so. Literally went on a Cam Ward bender and got a cup. Like, yeah. Jesus, this is so dumb. Except no Consmyth, unlike uh, Cam Ward. Good Edmonton yeah, not boy. A, not a real winner. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, you got the Consmyth, and he's a good Edmonton kid, not a gross Ontario kid. Yeah. <laughs> good Edmonton boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, but there's a there's a lot of uh, interesting starts this season, to say the least. Yep. And I'm I'm, actually, I'm extremely curious to see how this conversation is going to go next week with the standings. Oh yeah, that, that's the thing. <laughs> that's the thing about now the Steve Dangle podcast. They call it overreaction season. Like change Unless- things change so like frequently within like the first month or so. Yeah. It's overreaction season unless your team's getting skated out the building for five games. And I feel like your overreaction is a little warranted. But um, enough about my team. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Do you have anything else to touch on? Because there's, um, there's a lot of hockey tonight. 
Yeah, there's uh, I guess we could just check the games and see. What... Oh, one thing I did want to mention: the Rangers have been very good since they got. Oh yeah, I wanted to. Uh, I was going to bring that up too. Night. They were they were down two nothing with like five minutes left, and they got three goals. Yeah, dude. I mean, they Gerard Gallant as a head coach really did not get talked about enough in New York, no. and I think that's. I think just all of them were overshadowed by like just the stuff that happened with that organization last year, like Chris yeah. Drury being the GM, and then they go out and get guys like Reeves, Gaudreau, and like Tenori. Hey, listen, listen, Gaudreau's got a pair of goals this season, and Sammy Blaze got three assists right now. So those guys are performing mm. that they traded for at least. That's good. Not defending the Buchnevich trade. Yeah, I wouldn't have traded Buchnevich from, but you know. exactly. But at least, at least the guys you're getting back are doing what they're supposed to do, which is basically help your top six. And Alexi Lafreniere does look really good this year. Yep. So I'm excited. I'm on to my see fantasy him. team. So, oh yeah, I love. And then Adam Fox still looks incredible. So <laughs> Adam Fox is trying to win another Norse. It looks like. But you know, one thing I found with the Rangers that's odd. Apparently, like their whole fan base hates Georgiev. That's like, weird. They can't stand him. Like I, I see so much Georgiev. I don't know why they pun- the punched Tony D'Angelo. I, He's I, a I'll hero. Build, I'll build a statue for that man. Yeah, I, I don't get it honestly. But uh, yeah, that was that was the only note I wanted to say because I think the brain, everyone kind of looked at opening night and they're like, oh well, the Rangers are still the same. Four zero and one since that, so pretty good. Uh, the Islanders when they beat us, that was their first win by the way of the season. Yep. Then they play Arizona tonight. They're probably gonna win. Like they're. That was what they needed. I, I I have no like. I don't think Arizona, I don't think they're gonna win the division. The Islanders. I think that's gonna go like maybe the Rangers, the Hurricanes, or even like, the Capitals. But like the Islanders, they're they're gonna get together. And they. I wouldn't even be surprised if they won a cup this year. If they they just get through Tampa, they they can win. They'll be fine. Yeah. yeah. And it, I feel like it's just like a preseason thing. Like it's they're just they did. I feel like they do this every year around I mean, December. Yeah. Be, and keep in mind they got a long ass road trip to start the year. Soon, yeah, so. that's true. Benefit like, of the doubt. Look at that coach. Look at the team. Look what they've done. Yeah. Yeah. Goaltending still good. I think Farlamov mm-hmm. might be banged up, but like still good. Because I see Sorokin goalied us, so it doesn't even matter for them. <laughs> exactly. Sorokin was so good that game. Oh man. Yeah. I remember we were at the game and I just like we got that goal with like 20 seconds left. I didn't even get up and celebrate. I was like, Yeah, oh, I know. You're like, I just want to get I just want to get deserve out to get shut yeah. out. Like, geez. Like, oh that's God. why like six side of me was hoping that like Beard Trust got it right. <laughs> Just I, just, like, I was no, like, fuck so you. you got shut out. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, this fucking bald troll is literally going to challenge with 20 seconds left and get bald it. troll. <laughs> God. And then but, Seattle plays their first uh, home game tonight against the uh, Vancouver Canucks. Watch fun. the Canucks get skated out the building. Mm, I, I love to, I, would, I would just like to see Seattle win that game. Oh, yeah, uh, dude. I can't game. wait to see what their new oh, arena always. looks like. Yeah, like the, I remember my brother was telling me with Climate Pledge, I think they're putting their boxes on the lower level. Oh, yeah. so like if you get box seats, you're going to be like closer to the glass or something like that. I, I, I could be wrong, but like I heard something to where like their club seats aren't like on the second level, like most uh, arenas, which I think could be interesting. So I'm excited. Uh, the Kraken, I think you mentioned earlier, they're having a little bit of troubles defensively. It's a new team. Yeah, it's a now. new team. I, I don't like I'm not going to put. You know, be like, oh, the season's over already. Yeah, you know? but they got Yanni Gord back now, so that's always good. That's good. And yeah. then Perry Boulay got picked up again. By oh Tampa. my god, that's right. <laughs> how did? Okay, how did oh. they put him on waivers again, and then he slips all the way to Tampa Bay? Not not oh, one, yeah. not one NHL team. Like a flyer on yeah, like, come not, on. I know why we don't because we're dumb. But like. Yeah. Ah, he literally got an assist. No, he would be if we did, even if we did get him, he'd be scratched for like Reese Johnson or Mike Hardman. We all know that. 
Yeah, he'd, he'd be best buddies with Adam Gaudet in the press box. <laughs> but the thing with Tampa Bay this time, that's good for them because Kucherov is out. So that helps yeah. them. That'll help their offense. Sucks. I hate seeing Kucherov out. Yeah, I know everyone's like, oh, Cavs are And I'm like, okay, if they, like, if they get to the playoffs and it's like, oh, he comes back again, I would definitely do some, like, yeah. something with the cap. But, like, just Kucherov being injured, that sucks, man, because he's one of the best in the league. So hopefully he's, he's okay. He's the best right winger in hockey, and I can confidently say that as a Patrick Kane supporter. So it's like that should just say it there with like how skilled this guy is and how I got 128 like, points like only a couple of years ago. So it really just gets Not slept bad. on how good Kucherov sees the ice. Like it's just insane. And he, everything slows down for. Him. And he didn't play a single game last year, and he still points? what thirty five points? I feel like in the playoffs, like he didn't insane. miss a beat. Yeah, insane. Yeah, he's a beast for sure. Yeah. Oh, one more thing about the Lightning that was frustrating the crap out of me though, because of this whole Kucherov thing. They're like, oh, they're gonna trade for Jack Eichel now. I was like, okay, no. that literally could not work. No, but yeah, keep keep throwing that false narrative into the wind because. Like oh the thing yeah, is, the thing Sorry. is like with the the like uh, Nikita Kucherov, if he does come back before the playoffs, like they're gonna have to find a way. If then if they like let's say they theoretically do get Eichel, then that you gotta find a way to move ten million dollars. You know, yeah. <laughs> and, and then in the off season you're gonna have you're gonna be like seventeen over the cap. So exactly, there no. goes Andre Polat. There goes uh, freaking Mikhail Sergachev. Like yeah. It's not possible. I'm sorry. I just need I mean, to like get that out there because there are people who think that can actually happen. And there's not. I can see them making out. a minor trade. I mean, why minor, minor trade? Minor trade. <laughs> well, like to kind of like help out maybe their forward core or their defense. I don't know. But like, I don't see them going after Jack Eichel, you know? No. Kind of like absolutely. what they did last year and got Savard. Just like kind of yeah. hope for the team. I mean, why would you not do that if you have the, like, if the, oh, those are the rules and you can do that with the money, you know? Might as well. Yeah. And you got this good of a team who could, I would, again, I wouldn't be surprised if they three-peat. Like, until I see Tampa Bay lose, I'm not going to bet against them. They're, they're the winner right now yeah. until they lose. So, mm-hmm. it's going to be a fatigue thing with them, though. That's what oh, I'm Oh, yeah, the, the the price of paying, of playing. We saw it firsthand. Yeah, with the Blackhawks and the Penguins. Like, I think the Penguins only have won one playoff series since they won the Cup. I mean, that's better than the Blackhawks zero, but, like. That was 2018. Like, that, yeah. And then yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how Tampa Bay handles it because that's not only did they win back-to-back cups, but with, within less than a year of each other and in mm-hmm. the pandemic, that's going to be taxing. Damn, I'm, I'm just thinking about something. So, like, before Tampa went back-to-back, every cup winner hasn't won a playoff series yep. since, like, 2015. Because, like, no, even the Kings. Damn, that goes back way back. That goes yeah, like the Boston. only team that I can think of is the Penguins, and then they lost yeah, to the Capitals, I think. Yeah. Like, the Caps haven't won one since they won a the cup. Blues the Blues haven't. The Blackhawks, the Kings. The Bruins have. But Bruins have, like, yeah. But they're that's a, you got to go back to 2011, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, ugh, it's crazy. It's crazy. It just shows the parody of this league, honestly. Yeah, and it's hard. It's, it's hard so to hard win. to repeat. Yeah. Yeah. That's why Tampa should get all the credit in the world for building as good a business. But Mickey Mouse, though. So stupid. No, I, I hate that. Like, as much as I don't like them, like, it's like, I hate seeing them wing back to back. It would have been nice to see someone else win. Like, you got to respect the roster that they, they they put together and how they just circumnavigated the cap and said, fuck you to the NHL. I respect Liter- that. 
literally I have the utmost respect for their developmental team yeah. because they have picked so many guys in mid to late rounds and have turned them into either good NHL players or actual stars like Braden Point. Braden mm-hmm. Point, Anthony that's, that's, Cirelli, Andre Palat was a seventh round pick. Chernak was another one. Like it's tip of the cap to the uh, front office in, their, in uh, Syracuse and whatnot. Cause yeah. man, you could look at anyone on that roster except for probably Stamkos and Hedman. They all had time in Syracuse. Like, yep. That's, so, yeah. and, and guess who was coaching in Syracuse at the time? John, John Cooper. Cooper. So, and I give John Cooper a lot of shit, but he he knows he how to knows get how to them to play, buttons. and he's yep. gonna do that with Canada at the Olympics. Too. <laughs> he's gonna <laughs> he goes on the Lightning stacked roster to Canada. Stacked yeah, roster. <laughs> it's like you remember Braden Point. We're gonna give you like five of them. <laughs> yeah, we get. Yeah, Braden Point. You mean I only have to play him on the third line? What? Oh man, I gotta put Point with McDavid and Barzell and McKinnon <laughs> and, McKinnon oh. and oh god. Yeah, I literally have a Team Canada line NHL 22 right now. I got McKinnon, Barzell, and uh, what is it? Uh, not Marner, some other Canadian. Who do we just say? Marner uh, should not be on the Olympic team because he sucks. Yeah, <laughs> Marner. God, I'd rather have <laughs> Zach Hyman. No, <laughs> I can't wait for that to be another thing where it's like Chris Kunitz made it with Cross me and then Zach Hyman makes it with McDavid. <laughs> hey, I mean, if Zach Hyman's got 30 goals by the time the Olympics come around, you might And, I mean, who, who cares that? They win. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's fucking Canada. They're going to be so stacked. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. They're going to be too stacked, actually, as a matter of fact. Yeah, that'll be nice. Like, uh, yeah, the Blackhawks are shit, but at least they'll have that escape in February. <laughs> yeah, the Olympics are going to be fun. Sometimes we're still having an all-star game this year, too. Yeah, that's, that's a lot. I don't I don't agree yeah, with that. I don't, yeah, I don't know about that. I don't that. think they should have done that, but whatever. It's I, like, No matter what happens, this year is going to be so entertaining from start to finish. Like it, Definitely. The season doesn't end until, like, late June, I'm pretty sure, and then free agency mm-hmm. is, like, in early July, and then – a somewhat of a shorter it's like a month later than usual yeah it's like, like on March. the yeah i think it's on the 21st that's my brother's birthday so <laughs> look at this look at that <laughs> no but yeah i think yeah there's only like like it goes all the way to mid-july and then there's two and a half months and then another nhl season like it's gonna holy man anyways yeah. um, just getting started <laughs> yeah we're just barely getting started so uh thank you all for tuning in hope you enjoy your saturdays and i uh, can't wait to see that uh, steve dangle uh, lfr when uh, the pittsburgh Eddie Mark- gets a hat jack <laughs> <laughs> when the mark pittsburgh mark dunks and buzz flippets beat the toronto oh, maple laughs cannot wait for an elliot friedman joke when that one guy friedman scores for the penguins oh my god that's I yeah. Their own defense, and then <laughs> Elliot Freeman will like tweet it, like, Yeah, I scored. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I scored for uh, how does he spell pit? Just pit, <laughs> yeah. I, I got a goal for pit, <laughs> anyways. Thank you all for tuning in, and uh, peace out, y'all.